This podcast is not for the weak-minded or easily offended. You're listening to the Rantuo Ramos podcast. This episode, as always, contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Let's go. The following podcast contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Welcome everyone to another episode of Fatherfucking Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. I'm going to take you on a trip way back, back, back to the 1980s and 1990s. This episode is called Los Chiquillos. Check it out. So growing up in the 1980s, uh, it was a lot of fun, man. In the summertime, we used to go to the uh, Rosemead High School pools. And it'd be Nando, Caco, rest in peace, Eddie, Steve, Chino, my brother, me. We lived by El Pablo Bakery and by the tracks. And uh, as little kids, we were like 8 to 13 years old. We used to fucking the train tracks. They were the connection to everything, man. They took us to Rosemead High School. They took us to Angelino, the heart of Sangra. They took us to the Mission. They took us everywhere, man. We used to play fucking sports at McKinley High School, San Gabriel High School. We used to play basketball there and shit. So that was a connection, man. But yeah, we used to fucking go and uh, we go into the fucking pools and shit. And fucking slap Steve. He fucking wear those uh, cut off uh, Frisco Ben Davis black ones and shit. We go in that motherfucker. We went outside swim trunks. We go in that motherfucker. He bust some mean old fucking cannonballs. And that fool will fucking try to drown your ass. He'll fucking get you by your head and try to fucking drown you and shit. And he'd be on the fucking jump board. It's a mean old fucking cannonball. My dude will be all fucking scared. Like, ah! There's all the fucking water be all over the fucking place and shit. And he wasn't even that fat and shit. He just did some big old fucking crazy cannonballs. He's fucking go all out, jump high as fuck and land. And fucking, we have fun there, man. We'd be fucking almost every year, like, let's see, like three times a week. We'd fucking check it out and have fun in the fucking pools and shit. And then we would, uh, once we were done with that shit, our feet would be all fucking like hurting and sore because the bottom of the swimming pools, they're fucking like, uh, like sandpaper. So your feet would be all fucked up and sore and shit. And then after that, we go into the fucking locker rooms. We'd like, you know, rinse all the fucking bleach off. We wouldn't get naked and shit because we were kids. We'd just rinse off all the fucking bleach and then sit on the fucking, uh, on the benches and shit that run along the locker room and shit. And we'd be changing and shit. And next thing you know, you fucking turn, and in front of you is a butt-naked ass right there. It's the fucking chinos will get butt-naked and shit. We're little kids, you know? That's like the first time you ever see a fucking dick. You fucking turn like, what the fuck? You see a big-ass fucking bush in front of you, fucking dick right there. Like, what the fuck? We start laughing at these motherfuckers to change and get the fuck out of it. We run out, man. Like, fuck this shit. Dirty-ass fucking chinos, man. And we fucking keep going. We'd fucking take off, go up, go down fucking Mission. We would fucking pass Romy High School, pass fucking In-N-Out on the left. And our favorite place uh, would be fucking 7-Eleven. 
even the 7-Eleven in San Gabriel on fucking Broadway and fucking San Gabriel, we used to go to that one. But this one, after we finish the pools, we go to the one on fucking Muscatel and Mission. And we go in there, man. It'd be about fucking seven of us. And we go in there and the fucking clerk, he'd be blasting his fucking Bollywood music and shit. and be bumping that shit. Fucking Nagra, that was his name and shit. I used to call him, hey, what's up, Nagra? And they go, oh, what? And they go, your fucking name, your name tag. Yeah, Nagra, oh, yo, yo. And then even to this day. This day. To this day. To this day. The fucking name tag. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Like, like I go to the bank and shit. Be some chain. I'm like, hey, oh, what's up, Shing Shu Pao? Like, oh, no, no, that's not my name. My name is Shu Pao. My name is Jeffrey. Yeah, motherfucker, you look like a Jeffrey. You know, whatever. And I'd be like, nah, man, your fucking name is Shing Shu Pao. Why don't you like that? Like, oh, because you can't pronounce it. Man, I'm fucking selling your name right now. Man, I read it. Shing Shu Pao, that's your name, right? No, no, but you can't pronounce it. Look, man, my name's fucking Jose. Jose. That's my fucking name. It ain't fucking Joe. It ain't fucking Joseph. It's Jose, man. Be proud of what the fuck you are, man. You're you're fucking Asian, whatever. It don't matter. Shing Shu Pao, dog. But anyway, man. People would trip out because, you know, you read their fucking name. I, I would do that shit because, you know, they feel good because you're telling them. But your fucking name is on your fucking name tag. So, of course, I know your fucking name. Yeah, I used to like fucking eating those fucking crunch taters and shit. I used to like crunch taters. If you guys don't know what that is, it's a fucking pretty much jalapeno chips. And they used to have, uh, they were by Frito-Lay. They had a fucking uh, crocodile. That motherfucker was dressed like a fucking cowboy. He had a cowboy hat on, like a fucking sheriff vest. And he had some fucking chaps. Those motherfuckers were good. They stopped making them, but they were fucking bomb. And then I used to get fucking Slurpee. I would get like um, half wild cherry, half Coca-Cola. And then I also used to like fucking uh, Crystal Pepsi. I don't know if you guys ever fucking tried that, but the Crystal Pepsi was fucking bomb. I used to fucking drink that shit. And then my brother, he would just get like regular fucking, you know, fucking Cheetos and a fucking double big up and shit. And, and then fucking Chino, though, the neighbor, the homie, that fool would fucking get, uh, he would get a bag of Doritos. I don't know how the fuck he did it. He was like eight years old, so they were like shorter than us, but like me, Steve, and Eddie, we're already fucking taller. We're going through puberty and shit because we we're like fucking 11, 12, 13 and shit. But Chino, he'd fucking be sneaky. Cause this motherfucker, the the fucking clerk, he'd be like, fuck. Like, he didn't know where the fuck to look. Cause we would all fucking split up. And fucking Chino, he would get the fucking, uh, the cheese, the nacho cheese. Open that shit up. Throw nacho cheese in that motherfucker. Fucking chili, chili in that motherfucker too, right? And we would always do that shit. We never got caught. We never got caught slipping and shit. And fucking Steve, he was fucking sharp, man. He was fucking creative as fuck. The double big girls back in the day, they were made out of cardboard and shit. And uh, they were red, but they were kind of like a waxy cardboard and shit. So that fool, he was fucking stuffed like three to four fucking cheeseburgers in that motherfucker, man. And back in the day, motherfuckers wouldn't scan your shit. They'd be like, oh, let me see. You're taking the big double bagel. You're taking the crunch taters. You're taking the Snoopy. Okay. And they would just fucking charge you. They wouldn't even fucking scan this shit. So fucking, you know, we do that shit all the time and shit, right? And then one day, fuck, man, we're doing it. And we're about to jam. The motherfucker caught Chino. He said, hey, you have to pay, you have to pay extra because you put the nacho cheese and the chili cheese, you have to pay 50 cents, no, you have to pay. And then Steve's like, fuck that, fool, we ain't gonna pay no fucking 50 cents, fuck that shit, fool, fuck that, we're jamming, fool. And this motherfucking, the, the Arabe, that motherfucker's like, fuck you, he grabs his fucking broomstick and that motherfucker's swinging at it like crazy, he's swinging at us and shit, fuck, trying to, we're like, fuck you, fool. And then Steve's like, you know what, because he was the oldest one, he's like, fuck you, fool. He fucking grabbed his cup, throws that motherfucker on the floor. 
And then after we're fucking, we ran out of shit, it's fucking soda, ice all over the fucking floor. And fucking Chino, he had his fucking nacho cheese Doritos, threw them motherfuckers at the window, dude. We all fucking ran out. After that shit, we'd be walked down uh, Muscatel and hit up the, sh- the fucking train tracks. Walk down the train tracks. It'd be like a fucking eight to ten uh, minute walk and shit to the fucking to the train tracks and shit. And we and we go down there and shit. That was always a, a shortcut. Well, on the train tracks, man, my fucking uh, my stepdad, you know, he one time he went to uh, he would always frequent El Tenampa. El Tenampa was on uh, Angelino and uh, fucking Delmar. And everyone else's parents would go there and you fucking score fucking weed, score fucking coke and shit. Well, that day that fool was all fucked up and uh, he fucking he was walking home down Angelino, and the fucking wall boys that was a that was a sangra click. Those fools fucking cut that fool's lip and fucked him up, beat his ass, take whatever the fuck he had, and fucking broke his arm. That fool went to the hospital. Shit, he ended up going home. He was all fucked up, and so that he hated the fucking cholos. He was cool with the homies in the, in the front. And the homies that live in the, in the back with us and shit, because they were cool with them and shit. They would fucking smoke them out and shit, sell them weed and shit. So he was real cool with them and shit. But at that time, man, there used to be a fucking, right there on the long of the tracks, there'd be a fucking, uh, there used to be a whammo factory. So the whammo factory, for those of you who know, it's a fucking, those slip and slides. Slip and slide is like, like, you know, like those fucking red carpets that they have for these fucking, all these famous people and shit. It's like a long ass red carpet, but that shit's made out of fucking plastic and you wet the fuck out of it, you haul ass, you run, you fucking go face first and you fucking just keep sliding and shit. All the rich motherfuckers have that shit. You put the shit up on the grass. And they also have the fucking power wheels. Power wheels and shit on the side of the fucking, the Whammo factory. All the homies would put their fucking placasos up. And you'd be a big old fucking sangra right there. Fucking all these fucking names, dog. Fucking Lazy, Cisco, fucking Limpy, Creeper, Rest in Peace. Fucking uh, Cartoon, Looney. All the homies. Mateo. They'd all be up there. Well, fucking my stepdad, that fool used to cross those motherfuckers out with the fucking spray can. Be like, ráguense el culo, cabrones, chingina su madre, ráguense el pinche culo and shit. And that fool, he lucky he never got caught slipping, they would have fucked his ass up again, you know? But uh, one day, uh, we used to live there, it was a driveway. And in the middle of the driveway, there used to be a fucking uh, parking lot. And in that fucking parking lot, we used to all park there shit, so we'd be parking our cars. And my stepdad had his fucking car there. And one time he left that fucking silver spray can uh, behind the fucking, uh, his bright rear tire and shit. So I saw it. At that time, I was kicking in with fucking Eddie. with psycho and shit. And we were fucking kidding. And I said, oh, fuck. Look at the fucking spray can, dog. And I fucking took it. And uh, the back house, which was the fifth house, it was Maggie. It was Maggie, fucking Cisco, Lazy. They're all brothers. Fucking Delia, fucking Alma. I, I, I can't forget the the last one, but she was cool. The whole fucking family was cool. The mom was cool. The dad was cool and shit. We used to go in and out of that motherfucker like nothing. And, and no, nobody would say shit, you know? But fucking, I grabbed that fucking scrape can and shit. And I took it with me. And my stepdad would always talk shit like, hey, what the fuck? Is that your fucking boyfriend? Hey, ain't my fucking boyfriend. He's my fucking homie, you know? Fuck, there ain't nobody fucking gay around here, man. What the fuck? So we fucking took it back there. And we were in the backyard and fucking Maggie's house, they had a fucking, it was like, I'm exaggerating, man. It was like fucking 3,000 square foot fucking backyard, man. And we go back there and shit and fucking run around and shit and play. But that day I had the fucking spray can 
And oh shit, we saw a fucking axe. Oh, for some reason, like, you know what? Let me fucking blow this motherfucker up. Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking cut this shit in half. So I threw the fucking spray can in half, parallel to my feet, and I reach up. You know, with my both of my hands, I come down, but I miss that shit. Fuck. Okay, so I come up again, but I put both arms over my head. I come down, man. That shit blows up all over my fucking face, my hands, my hair, my eyes. Like what the fuck? And so I was like, oh, what the shit, fool, what the fuck is it, oh, shit, damn, fool, so fuck, why are we ran into fucking Maggie's house, because, you know, nobody was home, but they were cool, we would go in and out of that motherfucker, it would be cool, and I go into the fucking restroom, and I start, I see a fucking zest, and I keep scrubbing the fuck out of my face with the zest, that shit's fucking burning, like, I gotta scrub this shit out before my fucking mom sees me beat the fuck out of me, right, so I'm scrubbing the fuck out of myself, and then he's tripping out, like, <laughs> just fucking laughing and shit, all of a sudden, I look up at the fucking medicine cabinet, I fucking look like the fucking Tin Man for the Wizard of Oz, man, <laughs> So I'm scrubbing the fuck out of this shit, man. Just scrubbing the fuck out of it as much as I can. And fucking that shit's all over my hair. And like, fuck, I don't want my mom to fuck me up. I was going to beat the fuck out of me. So I'm trying to get this shit the fuck off me, you know. So I'm fucking scrubbing the fuck out of it. And scrubbing and scrubbing. And then finally, eventually, I got a lot of it off, man. I got it off my hair and shit. And fucking after the, after my face was fucking silver, that shit was fucking red, man. Because I scrubbed the fuck out of it, man. I was scrubbing the fuck out of it. And finally, fucking... You know, once I got a lot of the shit off, I was like, fuck it, I'm cool, you know. And then in, in that backyard, fucking uh, Lazy, you know, he lived there and shit. And that shit was a huge-ass backyard, so we'd be running around and this shit, playing freeze tag and shit. And fucking Lazy, um, he was fucking, he's from Sangra, but his name was Eliasar, And he was fucking creative, man. He, so he got those Lazy, you know, the letters from, from Lazy. And he made Eliasar. They used to come wet on shit because he was light skinned. He was fucking, at that time, he was probably about 14 years old. We're all like fucking like nine and shit, fucking 10. He was a skinny ass, lanky fucking kid, man. He'd be running around with his fucking boxers. But then he uh, he got caught slipping. He did something and uh, he, did, he did some time and shit. He was down for, uh, for about a year or two. When that motherfucker came out, he was fucking huge. But at this time, he was fucking small and shit, skinny and lanky and shit. And we'd be watching fucking MTV, yo, MTV raps and shit right there in, in, in the living room because they had Fedia, you know. So we would just go there and kick it. And fucking Wedo, he'd be climbing on his fucking couches and shit. He'd climb on the fucking highest top of the highest part of the fucking couch and he'd fucking jump off and fucking do a fucking flying elbow with my brother and shit. <laughs> My brother at that time, he was probably like fucking seven, eight years old and shit, man. Be just fucking just doing wrestling moves on his ass and shit. And then one day, man, uh, he fucking goes, Hey, Charlie, you want a fucking, uh, you want a chocolate chip cookie? He's, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll have a chocolate cookie. Yeah, I'll take one. But fuck, man, they used to have fucking goats back there in the fucking yard, man. So fucking lazy. What I'm a fucking did, he fucking got a fucking the goat shit. And he put that shit in the fucking chocolate chip cookie, man. So here, Charlie, here you go. It's a fucking chocolate chip cookie. So then Charlie was fucking eating that shit, man. And then maybe like fucking, uh, maybe like a couple of minutes later, he's like, hey, Charlie, you know what? That shit's got fucking ghost shit in that motherfucker. Charlie's like, oh, fuck. He starts throwing up, man. He starts crying and shit. We, we had to fucking take off, you know, like full fucking fucking ghost shit in that motherfucker, you know? And so we had to fucking take off because of the fucking ghost shit. And then also, uh, back there, they used to have a fucking, uh, in the backyard, the, their neighbors, they used to have a fucking pool. And that fucking pool, we used to fucking go back there. 
And fucking, before we went in there, we fucking broke the fence. It was like some cheap-ass fucking woods. We just kicked the fucking fence and broke it. We used to go in that fucking pool, man. That's where I learned how to fucking swim. And we go in there and fucking swim and just fuck around and shit. And fucking Nando, he fucking, he just told me, I was talking to him. He told me that a fucking Eddie and Steve will fucking throw his ass in the fucking pool and shit. And that's how I learned how to fucking swim. They would also throw their fucking, their little brother Chino throws us in the fucking deep end. And he learned how to swim because we all fucking, when we used to go to Rosemead, we used to fucking know how to swim. We used to know how to fucking do handstands, jump off the fucking diving board. We're fucking good swimmers, man, because of that fucking shit. But then after a fucking lazy, he used to have a fucking, uh, his fat homeboy and shit. And that fat motherfucker was like those Teletubby fools. Those fat fools that are fucking, uh, their fucking shoulders are smaller than their fucking hips. Those hips. And my homie, uh, Javier told me that, uh, back in high school, him and, and Mondo Massive, shout out to Mondo Massive, shout out to fucking Javi. That is fucking, that, that a homie they used to call fucking hips. Cause I had fucking Haina fucking hips. Well, this motherfucker was like that. He had Haina hips and shit. And that was his homie. And those motherfuckers, they actually went into the fucking house. That one of those sliding fucking glass doors. Motherfuckers would go in there and fucking eat chocolate chip cookies and make fucking sandwiches and shit. Yeah. Fucking Psycho told me, hey, remember those motherfuckers used to go in there and fucking eat sandwiches and shit. And one day we're on the pool kicking this shit, living, living life and shit, living the best life how motherfuckers say now. We're out there fucking in the pool. And fucking all of a sudden, I, I could have sworn it was fucking white people. Hey, what the fuck? What are you guys doing in our pool? Like, oh, shit, we had to fucking take out. These fools fucked it up, man, because they would they burned the spot because they would always go in the fucking in, in the house. And that's how they found out because what the fuck? They'd be like, what the fuck? There's less ham and shit. There's less fucking bread. What the fuck? So these motherfuckers ended up boarding up the fucking wall again. And we they fucking burned the spot on that shit. But in that same fucking, uh, in the same fucking backyard, man, fucking, uh, we used to fucking, uh, we're lazy. That fool will fucking have, uh, it'd be fucking me, fucking, uh, like me, his sister, Charlie sometimes. There'd be some little ass fucking lizards and shit, like three inch lizards with the tail attached and shit. And he'd be like, hey man, can you guys fuck, hold that fucking laser from the fucking tail? Hold the laser from the tail. And so I could shoot that motherfucker with the BB gun. Like, fuck it, dude. He'd like pump that shit like 20 times, man. He pumped that BB gun. And then we fucking, we'd be on our knees as kids and we'd just fucking reach, you know, put our arm out to the, to the side and as much as far away from our body and shit as we could, this motherfucker would get on his stomach and shit and his elbows like a fucking toy soldier and shit. And he fucking look at that motherfucker, pick up, look through the sight of the fucking, of the fucking BB gun, look through the sight and pop, you fucking shoot. You see the fucking lizard fucking squirming around and shit, bodies blown up and shit, you know, because they were small and they get fucked up by the pellets and shit. And he'd be doing all that shit all the time, man. Also in the fucking tracks, fucking uh, one day we're kicking it at Nando's house and shit. So we're at Nando's house. We would always be kicking it there, man. We'd be like mad dogging people and shit that pass by and shit. Like all the cars would pass out. We'd mad dog them. We'd be kicking it there and just, just fucking around. And one day I told really, you know what? Fuck it, let's jam. So we would do back in the day. We'd be like, all right, dog. You know, we're, we're going to take off right later, man. All right, later, dog, whatever. We fucking go into our house, which is like two houses away. Up the driveway and shit. And we go in there. And fucking. We go in. And then like all of a sudden they go. They knock. Maybe like fucking 20 minutes later. Hey fool. 
You fools fucking missed it, man. Fucking Lomas came by. Lomas was the fucking rival gang. It's still the fucking rival gang, but the motherfuckers came. They pulled out guns and shit. And they pulled a gun on one of the homies, one of the homies from Sangat. I can't think of his fucking name, but they had the gun right there, man, like three feet away from his ass. They shot that motherfucker, but that shit got jammed, man, so he got fucking lucky. So he jumped on the floor. Everyone else pulled out their fucking cuetes and blasting these motherfuckers back and started shooting at each other and shit. And fucking damn, we got lucky, you know, because we would have been there in the fucking crossfire, man. So that shit was fucking crazy. And then one other time, we were kicking it right there at the fucking Nando's house in the front of Wanna Grove. And fucking all of a sudden, we're kicking it, and we hear a fucking train. The train's like fucking, you know, shining its fucking... We were used to the horn, but that shit was shining its fucking horn. More than usual. Like, what the fuck? We hear the horn and shit. And then maybe like 10 minutes later... We're the fucking ambulance. So me and Nando, we fucking run over there, you know? We're like, start walking all fast and shit. Power walking over there. Boom, boom, boom. Walking quick. Ah, I wonder what the fuck's going on, man. So that fucking street used to go straight. And then the tracks were on the left-hand side. And the street would curve. And then it would take you to the back of Roosevelt Elementary School. So once we got there, we get there. We look to the left. We see the ambulance and shit. We get to the left and we fucking see uh, somebody's picking up like a, like a, a Nike, a Nike fucking those Nike Airfly high tops, like a black high top with a fucking white swoosh and shit, right? So they're picking it up from the bottom of, of the heel, uh, bottom of the sole, right? So they're picking it up and as they're picking it up, there's a fucking leg attached, man. There's a fucking long leg attached, like it was maybe chopped off like halfway of the, the femur or the thigh, the thigh bone, it was chopped off. And oh shit, I'm just tripping now. I just stand there and I'm looking at it and I'll fucking all of a sudden I look over to Namo to my left and he's like, oh shit. He's fucking just sticks out running. He's running and shit like, oh fuck. So all right, fuck it. So I keep walking up closer to the fucking ambulance and as I'm walking into the ambulance, they're bringing the homie, man. He's he's in the, he's in the fucking gurney. He's in, he's in the bed and shit in the wheelbarrow. And fuck, man, they're cutting his fucking jeans. Fucking, they cut his jeans off. He's in his boxers, and I was able to fucking see his uh, his fucking the chopped off leg, man. I see all the fucking blood and shit, man. Well, the way Nando reacted, I mean, it sounded kind of funny. It's fucked up, but that's the way a normal person's supposed to fucking react, man. Something's fucking wrong with me, man, because I can see shit like that and, and nothing happens. You know, I, I can fucking sew you up. I can give you shots. I can cut your ass up. But him is like he can handle that shit but that's a normal fucking reaction man so that shit happened that shit was fucking crazy rest in peace i think the homie ended up passing away so rest in peace i don't know i never really found out what the fuck happened man i didn't really ask but it was fucked up homie homie you know passed away rest in peace but uh yeah man like you know like i can see crazy shit like that like i can see videos of motherfuckers getting their head cut off and stabbed and all that shit but i can't see you know little kids or animals being hurt i i can't tolerate that shit you put that shit on me me I'll fucking, I can't watch it, man. But uh, but humans, because, you know, that's what it is, man. Animals and kids, they're innocent, man. But human beings, human beings are pieces of shit, man. You know, we're, we're fucking, we're fucked up, man. We're lustful, we're fucking evil, we're jealous, we're everything, you know. And animals are innocent. All they give you is love, man. All they give you is love, you know. And, like, my cats, man, they all they give you is love. They, all they want is love, you know. They, you fucking feed them. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I see him laying there, and they, or when I come home from work, I see him laying there with the fucking AC. I fucking feel good, man, because they could be in the streets looking for food, getting fucked up, people fucking with them, kicking them in the face, and I, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing my part. So you know, I, I thank God I'm able to do that shit. You know, and my kids too, I could take care of them. But you know, that's like that's that's the shit people don't think about. A lot of people say, "Oh, I don't like cats and shit." Well, have you ever fucking had a cat? You don't fucking know until you fucking have a cat. You know. So we're gonna take a quick break. 
and check it out. We'll grab some fucking beer. a big ass house but I guess the fucking owners they fucking split that shit into two so there used to be a wall that, that separated the first house and the second house and in between those two houses there used to be a fucking porch a cement porch and we'd all be kicking everything in the fucking cement porch and that fuck we'd just be talking shit drawing and shit you know like we didn't have no fucking laptops we didn't have no fucking iPads and phones and shit so we just fucking find, find whatever the fuck we could do to be bumping music and drawing and shit so I bring on my fucking uh, my, my boombox and my brother, my, my brother, my, my tío Eto Argami. We bring that out of shit and the homies be bumping fucking uh, Zap and Roger, fucking uh, what else? Go Funk, the the solid Go Funk with fucking Cutie Pie, Tom Tom Club, fucking Ralphie Begun. I want to make it with you, and then I fucking bust out my fucking The Doors. I fucking bust out Botellita de Jerez, fucking uh, Caifanes, Miguel Mateos. Los Hombres G. And there used to be a tape that my uh, uncle would record me. It was called Rock en tu Dioma. And that shit had all the bomb-ass fucking bands. They had Botellito Jerez, Duncan Du, La Cuca, Aterciopelados. All the bomb-ass fucking bands. You guys should check them out. It was like real, real fucking rock en español. But we used to bump that shit, man. And then one day, fucking, they bought a fucking Ouija board. That Ouija board used to belong to fucking, uh, to Lazy. The lazy and Cisco and shit. So they bought the Ouija board. We're fucking with it, asking it questions and shit, you know. And I was like, fucking Steve, he'd be like, fuck you. He'd be like, fuck you to the Ouija board, be talking shit. And the Ouija be like, board, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Fuck you. The Ouija board, like, we're gonna die. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Kill Steven. And, he's, and then fucking Steve be like, hey man, do you like Jose? But yeah, I like Jose. Jose's nice and shit. And then Steve be like, fuck you, fuck you to the Ouija board. We get all fucking crazy to the Ouija board, pissing off the Ouija board. And the Ouija board, and we couldn't fucking push off, you know, because you gotta be like, can I, can I get off? And they'll say, no, they, would, they wouldn't fucking let us push off because they kept talking shit back and forth to Steve. Fuck you, fuck you, I'm gonna fucking burn you and shit. And the Ouija board be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, kill Steven. Like, oh shit, man, that shit was fucking crazy as fuck. Well, that fucking Ouija board, man, after that shit happened, that shit let us go, whatever, we'll give it back to fucking Cisco and uh, Lazy. And they said that they weren't feeling good, they were feeling fucking weird and shit. So what they did was fucking Cisco used to be a fucking tagger before and shit. And so he had a bunch of streaks and shit, so he fucking tagged that fucking Ouija board up, all crazy and shit, was all fucking fucking graffitied on and shit and today's fucking Sanders that shit would be a fucking work of art which it fucking was man he probably saw that motherfucker for a couple G's and shit but they got that fucking thing the Ouija board they fucking lit a campfire threw that motherfucker in the fire tried to fucking burn it threw that motherfucker in the trash the next day that shit kept showing up in the fucking living room man they couldn't get rid of that motherfucker they kept burning it fucking it up and that shit just kept coming up and what happens with that is man like people think that it's your fucking loved one that, that that's talking to you communicating to you but no nah, man it's fucking demons demons that know all your thoughts all your desires all your fears all your wants and they fucking act like they're your family member your family member 
is resting. People think, oh, so-and-so's in heaven. And yeah, it's a nice thought to think that, but nobody's in heaven yet. Nobody's in hell yet. That's going to happen once God comes and judges you. Then you're going to go. The only people that are in heaven is Enoch. He took Enoch to heaven. Maybe the Virgin Mary, a couple other homies. But as far as like, you know, being in heaven... Us regular people, nobody's in heaven. They're just they're just sleeping. They're they're resting. You know, like so I say, rest in peace. Once God comes, it's if you believe in Christianity, if you believe in Catholicism, it's the same thing. If you really study against Catholicism, they don't really want you to study the Bible because if you knew the Bible, you would know the truth. But anyway, that's a different subject, man. But uh, yeah, like you know, they're sleeping. They're waiting for God to come. But people think that oh yeah, it's my family member and shit. And then also, man, we used to like going to the fucking Swami, the fucking Starlight Swami on Rosemead in Omani. We used to go there and just fucking every Saturday and just fucking walk around, buy shit here and there. Buy, they would sell fucking tapes and shit. They, fucking, they would sell tennis shoes and shit. It's all cool shit. A legit shit. Real Nike shit. We go out there. Now, that place is all fucked up. That place is like, I tried going there like three years ago. It was probably about like fucking 20 vendors and shit. And then with those 20 vendors, um, in between, it was a big ass, like, like a drive-in, you know? But in between them is maybe like fucking hundreds of feet in between every fucking puesto, you know, every fucking merchant that, that was setting up. It was like, it was sad, man. And you see a bunch of fucking weeds and shit. I drive by there almost every other fucking day now. And I think that's just closed. You see a bunch of overgrown weeds and shit where people aren't walking anymore. So the fucking weeds are growing and shit. So that place, I think, is pretty much shut. I think the only fucking swamis that are around here, like in the SGV, is probably going to be like fucking Vineland and fucking uh, the Santa Fe Spring Swamis with all the homies at nighttime that walk around with the fucking one beer for like two, three fucking hours. Like, pound that motherfucker, man. But anyway, man, we also used to go to the fucking Valley Mall. In the Valley Mall, there was a store. It was called Mitchie's. And that's where all the fucking Valleros would go there. I never seen anybody get down and shit because maybe they, they respected each other because that's the spot where we'll buy the fucking Ben Davis, fucking Frisco bands, Diskies, fucking Pendletons, all the fucking gangster shit. Everybody would be there and shit and they'd buy. So, you know, my neighbors, Steve and Eddie, they, they, they just go there and fucking and buy fucking their, their clothes and shit, you know? Some clean ass shit. And fucking, uh, you know, at that time, there was a lot of fucking pullouts. Pullouts was the fucking, the main shit. So what, the, what put a pullout is, is to all millennials, is fucking pullout is a fucking uh, stereo that you have. And it's got a fucking handle that's got a hinge that goes up and down and shit, like a bucket, you know. So when you leave your fucking car, you pull that motherfucker by the handle and you take it with you so nobody can fucking jack you and shit. They look in your car, oh, fuck, this one's got a fucking empty spot right there. And they're not going to try to break any of your shit because you don't got a fucking stereo. But sometimes motherfuckers will be lazy and they'll leave the shit in there. So me and the homies, I'd be keeping our lookout. They get a fucking spark plug, break that fucking window. Boom. Come up on that motherfucker. Easy money. And then after that, we, once we get a fucking, you know, if it was a fucking Kenwood or fucking Alpine, we fucking, we fucking go to fucking, there's a place called Nick's. That's just still there. It's on Valley. Right by the fucking, the new DMV and shit and the old unemployment office. We fucking go, that's right before the fucking Valley Mall, actually. We fucking go there, and we fucking eat cheeseburgers and shit, and fucking, uh, me, I would get the fucking, the, the shrimp dinner with fries and shit, but the homies would always get the fucking, the cheeseburger and shit, and there used to be some fucking, some, some paisa there and shit, she had like big booze, and she would put her booze on the counter, and she'd be like, you want some cheese? You want some cheese with the cheeseburger? And we didn't go because of the bitch, you know. So, you know, we know bitches that have big booze, they try to flaunt that shit. But we used to go there because the food was good, actually, man. I tried going there a couple months ago, like a year ago. Ah, shit wasn't that good, though. 
And fucking, uh, but back in the day, that shit was good, man. It was like always, always Greek fools that own always fucking cheeseburger places. Like a good, if you want to know about a good burger place, it's fucking Jim's. It's in San Gabriel. It's on fucking, uh, on by Muscatel and fucking, uh, Valley. By Muscatel and Valley. That fucking place, man. Jim's. Check it out, man. It's really fucking good. The cheeseburger is really good. Get a, get a fucking double cheeseburger and a fucking order of, uh, fries and half funny rings. Fuck, that shit's fucking good, man. Uh, so that place is really fucking bomb as fuck. So we were right there at the fucking Valley Mall and shit. And after we were done, we park in the back and shit. So behind Mitch's, there was a parking lot. And that parking lot was kind of fucking empty and shit. And back in the day, we used to roll in the fucking banana. The banana was Steve's car. That fool had, had a lot of cars, actually, for now that I think about it. He had the banana. He had the Datsun pickup and shit. So he had, at that time, he had the banana. The banana was a fucking, like a... Maybe like a 19 fucking 85 uh, Celica and shit hatchback. That shit was yellow, so we called it the banana and shit. And we cram in that motherfucker, man. It'd be a lot of us in there. Fucking Chino, Eddie, my brother, Steve. All of us. Like five motherfuckers in there, but we'd be fucking crowded and that shit. We're all pretty fucking big, you know? So fuck yeah. We go there and then um, we catch a motherfucker slipping. So fuck, we get off. And fucking, it was me, and uh, I can't say who the fuck it was, but one of the homies, me and the homies got off, and I was keeping lookout and shit, and there was like a fucking Bronco, Ford Bronco and shit. And we look at, oh fuck, who's got a fucking pullout, man? So the homie opens the door, and he's grabbing the fucking pullout, right? So he's got the pullout by the fucking handle. He pulls him, as soon as he pulls that motherfucker, hey, cabrón, get you guy, There was a fucking paisa right there. He was fucking sleeping in, in the bench. We couldn't see that motherfucker because he was dark, but he was laying there like, oh, hey, que tu puta madre, misterio, cabrón, We started laughing and ran into the fucking banana and peeled out of that motherfucker. We took off, man. That day, I think we ended up eating fucking, what did we, we fucking Sizzlers. There used to be a Sizzlers there in San Gabriel. We fucking ate good. That motherfucker must have been a fucking Kenwood and shit. So we came up on that motherfucker, man. We took off and shit. And also, you know, we used to have a lot of fucking fun, man. Like, uh, we had a good childhood, man. Even though, you know, inside the home, it was fucked up. But, you know, out, out in the streets, it was fucking cool. We spent most of our fucking time in the streets, man. It was fucking cool, man. We used to go to the fucking, um, to the movies and shit. And the homies, hey, what's up? You want to go to the movies? Let me see. My mom wants me to let her go and shit. And my mom, she'd be like, if she would tell me, like, nah, you can't go. Like, fuck it. I'd be like, all right. I can't, nah, I can't go, guys. Nah, fool, fucking ask her. Ask her. We'll fucking pay for you. Like, nah, man, I don't want to fucking ask her. She already fucking said no, man. She's going to get fucking pissed off. I don't want to fucking ask her. But, nah, nah, come on, fool. Ask her, ask her. Fuck it. But Charlie, when mom would say no, be like, nah, fuck that. I want to go. You get all crazy with mom and shit. But I'd be like, nah, fuck it. If you don't let me go, I ain't going to fucking go. Fuck it, whatever. But most of the time, she would say, yeah, and shit. So we go, and we go to fucking Edwards Cinema. That's That used to be on the corner of fucking Rosemead and Las Tunas. Now it's a fucking Chinese fucking, you got gentrified with the fucking chinos. It's all fucking Chinese fucking bowling crab type shit. And fucking, but when that fucking theater was there, 1985 we went. It was me, my, my uh, brother, my mom, my stepdad. He took us to go watch fucking the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man. It was an 80, it was 85, I don't think it was 89, it was 80, 85, or correct me if I'm wrong. We go, that fucking line was wrapped around the fucking building, man, but that fucking movie was fucking bad. So we go there, as soon as the motherfuckers come out, the Ninja Turtles, they, they fucking freeze the frame, these motherfuckers are all in the air doing a jump kick, everyone starts clapping and shit. They were all fucking excited, that was a good fucking movie. 
So we went there. That was a really good memory I have. And then also with our neighbors. But right here, it would be all of us. Fucking David, the older brother. He would roll with us too to the movies. So it would be David, Nando, Caco, rest in peace. Fucking Cole was too little, so it wasn't Cole. It would be uh, my brother Charlie, me, Eddie, Steve, and Chino. We'd all fucking roll, man. And before we went there, we'd fucking go to Kmart. And we buy those fucking big ass fucking popcorn containers. The fucking popcorn container is like as big as your fucking arm, man. Like from your wrist all the way up to your fucking shoulder. And we take fucking like those rain jackets and we'd fucking stuff the sleeves full of fucking nowelators, fucking red vines, fucking whoppers, you know, those chocolate whoppers and shit. All that shit. We'd fill the motherfuckers up and the fools wouldn't say shit because all you gotta do is when you go in, you gotta hold your fucking jacket by the arm and shit where all the shit's at and they don't even fucking notice it because afterwards it's cold and shit. And then also we fucking get Whoppers because well, the good thing the fucking Burger King is still there, man. We used to fucking get Whoppers. Whoppers were like fucking two bucks back in the day, man. So we'd get fucking Whoppers and shit and sneak the motherfuckers in there and shit. And we'd fucking put cans of fucking Coke in our fucking pockets. Motherfuckers wouldn't notice and shit. We'd go in there. We'd fucking get there at the matinee like at 10.30 and shit. It was like $4.25. We wouldn't fucking leave until 10. we watch all the fucking movies. Because back then they used to have fucking... Uh, it was like two movies per fucking theater, and it was like four theaters and shit. So one day we fucking went, and we went into the fucking crying game, you know? There's a bunch of white people in that motherfucker. Well, maybe it's fucking good. We used to watch all the fucking movies. So we're watching that motherfucker, and all of a sudden, David's like, Hey, man, I think it's a fucking vato. Look, he's got a fucking Adam's apple. I'm like, nah, for real? You think he's, yeah, look, he's got fucking stubble and shit. I don't know, dog. We kept watching the motherfucker, you know? Next thing you know, there's a motherfucker. He was like handcuffed and shit. And a fool pulls out his dick and he's fucking helping him pee because he's handcuffed and shit. I'm right? like, what the fuck? She started weirding me out. Like, what the fuck's going on? And then in the end, the vato that the fucking that David said was a vato. It was a ruka. It was actually a fucking vato. And it turns out that fool didn't. The fool in the fucking movie didn't know like us. He didn't fucking know. So when the fucking the, the fucking transvestite vato is like, I thought you knew. I thought you knew. And we're like, fuck this shit. We got the fuck out of there, man. But you know what? Luckily. None of us got traumatized from that shit, man. Not nobody that I know is fucking gay. I, I mean, of course, we're not within a different fucking time, but back in the day, something like that was fucking taboo, man. You know, it was fucking different. Now, they're pushing that shit on our kids. You know, you can't even watch a fucking show without your, your, your you and your, you feel uncomfortable because it shows some fool scamming and shit or some bitches scamming and shit or some, some fool striking the pose and voguing and shit. But back in the day, that shit was normal, man. So I'm speaking from my old school mentality. I'm fucking old school, man. Like, there's a couple of shows that are out there. That are fucking supposed to be like Chicano shows. And as soon as I see the fucking previews and they show that gay shit, nah, man, I'm cool. Like, look, man, if you if you want to fucking scissor some bitch, if you want some food to fuck you in the ass, you want to fuck some food in the ass, that's cool. But I don't want to know about that shit, man. Especially now they're pushing on the fucking kids, confusing them. Especially all these kids with all this depression and shit. They're going to turn into hotos and shit. Which, like I said, I don't got shit against gays. You know, Morrissey, is, I'm a fucking big fan of Morrissey. He's bisexual. But you don't see that fool pushing that gay shit. He's bisexual. He does whatever the fuck he does behind his closed doors. Like, also, I like Boy George. I like all these fucking other fools that are bisexual. But, hey, whatever the fuck they do behind closed doors, that's their shit. But they ain't pushing that agenda. It's a fucking agenda to push it. Speaking of that shit, when I used to fucking work at a, at a dealership, there was a fool. That motherfucker was gay. He is fucking gay. But motherfuckers would say, nah, nah, he's not gay. To me, he's like bisexual or some shit. Because, you know, you, you fuck around, you act gay, like, oh, yeah, fucking, you make your voice out. You're forcing that shit, dog. This motherfucker was too natural. This motherfucker be walking. That's how he fucking talked, dog. 
And they'd be like, oh, you're a fucking caveman because you fucking, you, you're against that gay stuff, you know. It's, it's normal. There's kids that are born gay, you know. Like, nah, nah that shit's not fucking normal, dog. Look, in the Bible, it says, if a man lays with another man like he lays with a woman, his punishment should be death. It should be stoned. We're not going to take it to those fucking extremes. But if you're if you're Christian, if you're Catholic, that's what you believe, man. But now they're making that shit normal because the devil wants all that shit. The fucking Baphomet, if you look at the Baphomet, that motherfucker has tits and he's a fucking man because he's a mixture of both he's a fucking abomination that's what the fuck they want but anyway man i'll be arguing with this motherfucker he's like yeah i fucking talked to my sister and i told her and she says that you're a fucking caveman because you fucking don't you don't let them do whatever they want to do that you're old school i say yeah motherfucker i'm old school dog i'm fucking old you're only 10 years younger than me dog but look your sister don't even fucking know me but i don't know your sister but just by what you're fucking telling me let me guess dog she goes to college right yeah, yeah, she goes to college. And she looks like you? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, dog. If she fucking goes to college and she looks like you, she must be some nasty-looking ruka, dog. Because bitches that look firme, that look fine, they get scooped up out of high school, dog. Before they even finish high school, some fool scoops them up, takes care of them, and they don't got to work and shit. But rukas that are nasty, they got to be going to college and shit. Not in all cases. There, there's some people that, are, that you know, they 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 look fine and shit, and they got smart, and they still want to get Asian. But I'm just saying, like... Back in the day, old school-wise, dog, from what I see, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I know you guys are going to see this shit, man, but most of the rukas that are ugly and nasty are in college, they're in college because they can't get, they're ugly, they're not going to get some food to pick them up and shit, so if they look fine, there ain't no way they're going to go to fucking college, shit, looking like that, how the fuck are you going to be going to college and someone's going to scoop you up, but hey, everybody, stay in school, this shit ain't the right way, make sure, even if you look fine, stay in school, don't believe the motherfuckers, all they want is one thing, but anyway, this motherfucker would be keep going and arguing and shit. Not even arguing, because to me, that shit's not a no fucking argument. It's a fucking debate. So we're debating and shit. And this motherfucker would be like, oh, yeah, well, you say that it's not right. Well, there's fucking censors in there that make you feel good. I said, motherfucker, there ain't no censors to make you feel good. Those fucking censors are for when you take a shit, you can push that fucking shit out, dog. So that motherfucker don't stay up in your ass and you push that motherfucker out. So when you wipe your ass, you don't got no more shit, dog. Ain't no fucking censors back there, dog. But that fool was like fucking really adamant. He was really into that shit, dog. So that motherfucker's a puto. I guarantee you don't make it. If he is what he is, but hey, if I was a fucking hoto, I'd be proud, dog. Fuck that. I'm a fucking fag. Fuck it, you know? I ought to be hiding that shit. That's what the fuck you are. That's what the fuck you are. Fuck it. But just don't push it on motherfuckers, you know? And then at that fucking Kmart, man, when I was a kid, I must have been like fucking six years old, and Maggie was six years old. It was me, Maggie, and uh, my brother, Charlie. My brother, Charlie, was probably about fucking four years old. He's two years younger than me. So, fuck, we would see Wedo. That motherfucker had those fucking G.I. Joes and shit. He had the fucking G.I. Joe that if you wet that motherfucker with cold water, he would fucking change color and shit. He had all that shit. He had the Hulk Hogan, the Junkyard Dog, fucking Coco Beware, Jimmy the Fly Snooker. He had the motherfuckers that were like a thick-ass rubber. You throw that motherfucker on the floor and it bounced back and they had like like metal inside of them, like metal wires and shit. You could fuck somebody up with that motherfucker. You know, in the face to knock him out. There were some heavy-duty toys, uh... But anyway, that fool used to come out. I was like, damn, I want to fucking come up too. So we went to fucking Kmart and we'd be fucking jacking all kinds of fucking toys, just ripping the fucking package, putting that shit in my pockets. And there used to be a place called Sir George's and shit. It's not there no more. It got gentrified by some Chinese spot. But it used to be right there in the same shopping center of Kmart and shit. And fucking, we went there and they used to have the fucking Pac-Man machine. But that fucking table Pac-Man machine where you sit down and you play that motherfucker and you look down and there's the TV in the middle. Not the stand-up one, but the table one. So on the side of that shit... We put a fucking bolsa with all the fucking toys and shit. We left them. 
And then my brother's like, hey, Jose, I want a toy. And I was fucking dumb. Looking back, I should have just hooked him up with what the fuck I had, right? So fuck you. Here we go, man. We go back to fucking Kmart. And we go to Kmart and shit. And there was like some boxes. There were maybe like fucking three feet by two feet. It was like a bowling ball fucking game that you fucking throw the bowling ball, you knock down the pins. So I walked out with like two of those motherfuckers. I put them on the side of my arms and shit. And I walked out. And next thing you know, the big ass motherfucker, security guard, fucking taps him on my shoulder. Motherfucker's like, hey, where you going with that? You pay for that shit? You have a receipt? I'm like, nah. Right before I could fucking run, that motherfucker grabs me. And they fucking take us in there, interrogate us. They fucking call the hoodas. And the fucking sheriffs are right behind the fucking camera. The, the station's still there. The fucking sheriff's station. So they fucking take us home and shit. You know, I got lucky. My parents didn't fuck me up. And they're like, you know, why'd you do that? Said, oh, because I wanted toys. Well, yeah, you want toys? Tell me. I, I work. I work hard. You know, whatever you guys need, tell me. And shit. Like, ah, fuck it. So then it's mom. You know what, though, mom? There's a fucking bag right there. A fucking Sir George's that I fucking left full of fucking toys. So my mom took it. My dad, my stepdad took us over there to get that. That fucking bag was gone. Somebody came up on those fucking toys. It was like, gang, a fucking like hundreds of dollars worth of fucking toys. Full of, there used to be like some dragons fucking toys that were in there. Lego toys. A gang of fucking toys. But somebody else came up on that shit. And then fucking Kmart. One time I fucking went with the homie. And I went with the homie fucking Steve, slapping Steve. We went in that motherfucker. And we be in that motherfucker. And then fucking, uh, fucking, he go in there with some Frisco bands and shit. And then uh, on the fucking, on the way out, he come out, what the fuck? Where the fuck are the pants, dog? Ah, let's roll, let's roll, let's roll. He used to fucking put five pairs of pants on and put the fucking Frisco bands on top, man. And we fucking take off. Like, oh, shit, who be coming up? They always be coming up on shit. They used to have the fucking Ben Davis shirts with the stripes, black ones, the brown ones, all kinds of fucking different colors, man. So we came up on the fucking, uh, from, from fucking Kmart, but that Kmart's fucking gone now, man. And then also, like, firework-wise, man, like, fucking Nando and Kako, their family, man, they fucking used to go all out, man. Back in the day, like, it's like fucking 90s, late 90s, 97, 98. These fools were fucking spending hundreds of dollars on the fucking cuetes, man, and just burning that fucking feria. And we're like, what the fuck, you know what? These motherfuckers are slanging. We'd be, like, telling our neighbors, these motherfuckers are slanging. Like, nah, you think so? Nah, they're slanging, dog. Because fuck, man, Kako and Ko, they be ordering fucking Domino's pizza. These fools have the fucking rosy cheeks. They look healthy as fuck, man. Like, what the fuck? These fools got Facebook slanging, dog. Because for us, back in the day, you know, we would fucking eat out on the weekends only. You know, when I would see people on the streets and I'd be seeing them, like, during the week eating, eat out. I'm like, dang, these motherfuckers got money. Now it ain't shit. I fucking eat out every once in a while, you know. But back in the day, it was a big deal. We would eat out only on the weekends, man, you know. And nah, but nah, they weren't selling. They weren't selling drugs. They had, they were fucking. They had a tree cutting service and shit. And that shit, not, you know, digging it now. They, that shit makes mad money, man. Uh, knocking down trees, fucking hauling shit, clearing your backyard. You know, so if any of you guys need any fucking work, you know, it's called Nature's Tree Service. Hit them up. Hit up Nando on Nature's Tree Service, and they'll take care of you, man. They still got that fucking business rolling, man. Ro- fucking props to him, man. You know, rest in peace to his dad. He had got him all set up. Rest in peace, Kako, the brother. They got him all set up, man. They're still fucking doing it to this day, man. You got to fucking, you know, support our raso. So you guys need any fucking hauling, any tree cutting, there it is, man. Fucking Nature's Tree Service. Hit them up. Also, man... Fucking Nando and my brother, they were homies and shit, so they would fucking be kicking it all the time. And one time I would fucking, I was, I was taking a shower and shit, I was like 17 years old, it was like in 1987, I'm taking a shower and shit, getting ready. And fucking, you know, all of a sudden, the door would open, we had, we had a shower curtain, so the door opened, oh, maybe someone's gonna take a piss, someone's gonna take a shit, whatever. I kept taking a shower, 
And I said, you know, I fucking feel something cold. Like, oh, what the fuck? I feel some shit cold. I touch it with my hand. I look at it. It's fucking red. What the fuck? Oh, these fools fucking threw fucking a cold ass mustard and fucking and ketchup on me because we used to keep our fucking condiments in the refrigerator. Like, what the f- what the fuck, man? So then, fuck yes. You know what? Next time I'm gonna, these fools do this shit, I'm going to fucking catch them. I'm going to fucking catch them slipping, man. So I, I was ready. So, you know, a couple of days later, I was taking a shower and shit. Nando was at the house. And I was like, fuck this shit. I took my dirty boxers in there and I wet them and I had them ready and shit. Next thing you know, you know, the fucking doors open and shit. And all of a sudden, fucking, they do the ketchup shit. But this time I got the fuck out of the way. I had my fucking underwears. I fucking threw them, dude, like a fucking boomerang. And now those fucking running, dude, in the fucking underwears. Threw them at his ass, dude. And I was like, fuck, they almost fucking hit me. It was like a fucking boomerang. They just whizzed by right by my fucking face as I was running. I'm like, fuck. Fucking Nando, that shit almost fucking got us. And then uh, another occasion, around that time, 97, it was like, uh, I, I was after like football, and then I was I used to go to the gym and shit, I used to work out. All I did was fucking eat food and work out, so I was fucking huge, I was pretty ripped. And around that time, I fucking, I, I, I came out of some bullshit fucking uh, quinceanera, so I had a fucking bow tie and shit. And fucking Nando, he'd be kicking it in the fucking sala. So fuck it, I just had to come out of the shower, I was in my boxers, and I put on the fucking bow tie, like Brutus the Barber beefcake and shit, and I went out, and I got Nando by the legs, like I was gonna fuck him and shit, and I go, ooh, he got all fucking scared, and I was all dancing like a fucking male, male dancer and shit, just fucking with him, scaring his ass, and fucking with him, hey, what the fuck, man, I'm all dancing and shit, and I left him alone, and shit. I was just fucking with him and shit, just, just to fuck with him, and I'm all fucking halfway naked and shit, my boxers and a fucking bow tie, all fucking dancing and shit, but I'll be, I used to fuck with him like that. And then two, they would come up with some stupid ass fucking nicknames. They'd be like, hey, pink glove. They would just call me, you know, little brother shit. Like, hey, fucking pink glove. But I had two of these fucking little brothers because they're homies and shit. They're only like fucking, they're both got birthdays in fucking uh, in June and shit. My brother's uh, is in June 28th. Nando's is like 20 days earlier, I believe, man. But yeah, man, I'd be like, we'd be having like two fucking little brothers and shit. Fuck with me and shit. Be, hey, pink glove, pink glove. Fucking call me no fucking pink glove. That's my fucking, that's not my fucking name, you know? But you know, little, little kids, they, they like to fuck around and, and, and call you fucking names and shit. And then too, man, like, uh, uh, I was around that 4th of July time. Fucking Eddie, fucking Psycho, he was, he used to do a bunch of crazy shit. He was a fucking troublemaker, man. Fucking one day we were kicking it and that fool had a fucking smoke bomb, man. So he pulled the back of my brother's shirt and he lit that motherfucker, threw it in the back of his shirt. And my brother's running around fucking screaming, ah, ha, ha, fuck, it's just burning him, dude. And fuck, my, you know, we didn't go tell my mom, he was crying and shit. We pull a shirt off. Uh, he was all fucking burned. His fucking his fucking skin was all like chicharron. is all fucking bubbling shit, dude. And you know, uh, my mom called the cops and shit. The cops didn't do shit for some reason. We're like, hey, what the fuck? He threw a fucking cuete back there. But talking to to Eddie Psycho, he's actually the one that told me, hey, talk about the shit when what I did, man. And and he told me, you know, he feels fucked up because. He didn't think he was going to be on fire and shit. He thought it was just going to be smoking and that shit. He's like, yeah, I feel fucked up. I fucked up, but I did that shit, man. But, yeah, you know, but now, you know, he, he's fucking changed. He's, he's a lot different and shit. And, and uh, he used to be a mean old fucking troublemaker. And, like, we we go places. And, man, if somebody were looking at these fools wrong, man, what the fuck you looking at, fool? They just start getting down. Start fucking fools up. Like, they, you know, they didn't tolerate no fucking disrespect for nobody. 
And he was telling me a, a story, you know, uh, now that he, he has to work, he has to swallow his pride and his shit, you know, and he has to let shit slide now. I'm like, fuck, like, if you think about it, I thought he'd be fucking dead or in jail, you know, that's what I thought they'd be, but right now they're working and they're functioning in society and shit. And I'd be like, hey, man, well, you, you sound a lot fucking different, man, because for you to still be out here in the streets and, you know, alive, you had to have changed a lot, you know? So, you know, what made you change? Like, how did you come down, doc? He's like, you know what, you know what I was saying? You know what, Burrito? It's fucking, uh, my kids, man, because of my kids, you know, that, that really calmed me down. And I can really relate to that, man, because a couple of times, you know, when I was working at a dealership, I almost fucked up some dude bad, you know, I was going to beat his fucking ass. And then I thought about it, man, you know, and, you know, as you get older, you're smarter and shit. Had it been like 10, 15 years, I would have beat the fuck out of that fool. You think about it like, you know what, I'm going to beat the fuck out of this fool easy. It's gonna, I'm even going to look back because I'm going to fuck him up. Wow, why'd you fuck him up, you know? And, uh... You know, so I did it. So I didn't do that shit. I was a bigger man. I was like, you know what? I walked away and shit, you know. And the homie Felix was there, you know. He's like, damn, this shit's getting deep. I'm going to walk away, dog. It's getting crazy, you know. And, you know, it's just motherfuckers hating on you and shit, you know. Like, like uh, I was talking to my homie uh, Manitas, uh, you know, a new follower. Shout out to Manitas, only the homie. He was telling me, like, yeah, I don't know why motherfuckers hate on me and shit, you know. Like, you know, look, look at my, my fucking hand. I said, nah, dog, let me stop you right there, dog. It's not even about that. You're, you're mano or none of that shit, homie. What it is is motherfuckers hate on me too, dog. Like, look, I'll tell you, dog, I'm fucking ugly, you know. I'm fucking ugly. I'm deformed. I'm fucking, I'm fat. I'm fucking poor. But what, the, what it is, dog, it's... You know, the shit they can't buy. They can't buy happiness. Uh, we're happy. Like, you're, I see you, dog. You're happy. You keep it real. Motherfuckers can't keep it real. They, they don't like a real one. But the motherfuckers, like, where I work, everywhere I work, man, maybe, like, two out of ten motherfuckers, they're cool with me, dog, because real recognize real. They got their own shit going on. Maybe they not be able to do the same shit I do. They may not be fucking happy like I am or enthusiastic or know all the shit that I know, but they got their own shit, so they don't hate on me, you know, and that's what it is, man. Motherfuckers hate on what they can't buy, and money can't buy happiness, dog, you know, and that's what it is. So shout out to the homie Manitas. Homie, stay up, big dog. I see you. Yeah, so that was uh, Ranting with Ramos, episode 5. Hope you guys liked it. It's a little glimpse into my life growing up in the 80s. Uh, so, yeah, I got a lot more coming. High school days, football locker talk, and all that. But anyway, uh, don't forget to uh, check out my uh, my Instagram at uh, Ranting with Ramos Podcast. Also, for my personal, at Deathblow, which is D-E-T-H-B-L-O-W-1. And that's where I have all my personal stuff. Also, uh, my SoundCloud, also Death Blow One. Don't forget to check that out. And uh, most importantly, uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe and listen. Every time you listen to the podcast, if you can subscribe. And if you're on uh, iTunes, you can rate it. And that'll really help out the podcast. You know, if it sucks, whatever you want me to improve on. Also, if you go to the Anchor website, you can send me a message there. Any topics, any questions you might have. And uh, that way I can, you know, I can go over them and I can put them on the podcast. And uh, thank you very much, everybody, for the support. I really appreciate it. And uh, stay tuned for the next one. Peace.